0: Hello one, hello all, hello everybody. Today is Friday, March 13th, 2020. This is the fourth episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. And also, today, like I just said, it's March 13th, 2020, on a Friday. Friday the 13th, everybody. If you are a horror fan, if you are a movie fan, you should know what this holiday or what this day means. To fans of horror. Or fans of just movies in general. Jason Voorhees is on the loose. He's killing teenagers. And it's so much fun. It's so absurd. And it's awesome. Friday the 13th. I love this franchise. It is my second favorite horror franchise. But... This movie has, this franchise, excuse me, has continuity errors galore, has some of the most absurdly ridiculous scenes in any movie ever, in any movie franchise ever. The acting's not that great in most of them, but you know what? I really don't care. Do you want to know why I really don't care? Because I have so much damn fun with this franchise. It is legitimately one of those franchises that in my entire life, I've never had so much fun. This franchise has a simple premise. An older woman kills teenagers because... 15 years prior or however long it was prior her son drowned in a lake that is the premise of the original movie from 1980 but then the movie has this mystery element to you don't know um you don't know that it's her but until the end of the movie And then, Friday the 13th, part two, three, four, five, well, not five, but six, seven, eight, technically nine, ten, Freddy versus Jason, and the 2009, the 2009 reboot, all have Jason in them. But like I said, except for part five. At the end of part four, the producers of the Friday uh, of the Thirteenth franchise at Paramount Pictures said to the director and the writers of Part Four, "Kill them. We're done with this franchise." So they killed them. The subtitle for Part Four is "The Final Chapter." Yeah, that that's 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 wrong. There were a lot more movies after that. Uh, Eight more movies, to be exact, after that movie. Uh, So part five is a new killer. Part six was the resurrection of Jason, and so on and so forth. Um, After part six, for me, the franchise got a little too absurd, a a little too... They just tried to do new stuff almost every movie, and it just didn't work. That's why the first four are so good, and that's why six is so good. And five, it's okay. It's it's fine. But the first four, like I said, the first one is a, is a woman getting revenge. second one is Sackhead. Jason, Jason with a sack over his head, not the hockey mask, getting revenge on teens who go up to Camp Crystal Lake. Three is the same thing. Four is the same thing, but much better. Five is the same thing, but it's not Jason. Six is Jason, like I said, being resurrected. But you you know what? I don't care, because this goddamn franchise is so much fun. The blood effects are absolutely top-notch for the time, and even now, really. The kills are, for the most part, for the majority of the franchise, pretty good. Why I say the majority of the franchise? Well, um, a little thing called the MPAA, the Movie Ratings Association, to put it in... um, Put it in normal people speak. Um, they didn't like the fact that the first like six or like five or six movies really got violent, and they really after number six they really that six 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 they did a couple things, but really after six six is when they really started to really block. And not let the the producers and the creators of, of all those movies do what they wanted. Which is sad. But, you know what? We get these movies. We got these movies every year for a long time. And guess what? The Friday the 13th. Have fun with it. Don't take it seriously. Because if you do, you probably won't like it. It makes no sense. There are continuity errors in this franchise galore. At the end of the first movie, once you find out, spoiler alert I guess, for a movie made in 1980. At the end of the first movie, you have Mrs. Voorhees coming up to Alice Hardy, the final girl of that movie. She tells her the story of Jason and says, He's dead. At the end of the first movie, Alice has a dream. She's out in in the canoe in the middle of the lake. She has a dream. And she's in the middle of the lake. She's daydreaming that everything is fine. She woke up from, from her dream, or, or from her nap. And then kid Jason comes out and takes her underwater. She gets rescued by the police. And they tell her there was no boy. So at the end of the first movie, Jason is actually dead. Jason pulling her under the water was a dream. Part two takes place two or three months after the first one. Starts off with Alice, the girl from the final girl from the end of the first movie. She gets killed by an by an adult Jason, which I'm not sure if. I mean, I guess he's, I guess because it's you know 14, 15 years prior or l- later, I should say. So I guess yeah, and and adult Jason makes sense. But Jason died 14, 15 years ago. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently he watched his mom. His mother getting his head sliced off, or or her head sliced off. How great is that? Isn't that great? They they just retcon stuff from the first movie completely. How great is that? It's I, it's so it's so funny. I I love it so much. It's so absurd. So much fun. First movie, is really really good. Low budget, whodunit mystery slasher. The acting is okay. The gore is really, really good. And I mean, really, really good. Even for an, even now, it's pretty dang good if you ask me. Part two is a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. The first the first two acts of the movie are a little slow once people start dying, it gets really good. The final girl, Jenny, in that movie is I think better than alice she's well, she's probably one of my favorite um final girls of the franchise um, part three, I really like part three People says kind of boring I, I say have you seen part 2 at least the first two thirds of part 2 um you want to talk about boring go watch the first two thirds of part 2 as I just said once the once 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 Jason gets going in part 3 it's 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 a lot of fun people it's One of the best finales, last acts of any of the movies. It's awesome. It's fantastic. um, The guy who played Jason in Part 3 was Richard Brooker. He he was a British actor and Stuntman. He really brought a lot of what everybody knows um, of Jason. The huge body, the talking mask. Part 3 was the first one where he got the hockey mask. Uh but yeah, Richard Brooker just he does m- most things that people know Jason to be nowadays, Richard Brooker started that. And Ted White in part 4 perfected it. Ted White is my favorite Jason of the franchise. Richard Brooker is my my number 2, but Ted White is my number Ted White's my number one. He's amazing. He made part three, or excuse me, part four. He made made part four so much better than the movie should have been or could have been. Because the director of part four, Joseph Zito, shot and framed part four like an actual movie. And let the movie, I should say, because Jason is in the shadows in this in this movie. He's in the dark, but the, but the movie is not dark. The sh- the use of shadows in Part Four, which why Part Four is my favorite of this franchise, is because the use of everything in Part Four is so well done. the The finale is awesome. Corey, that's the one with uh, Corey Feldman by the way, if people are wondering. Corey Feldman is in part four. He's great in the movie. Part four is one of my favorite slasher movies of all time. It's it, If I could recommend you just watch one Friday the, Friday the 13th, it's part four, the final chapter. It's an awesome movie. It it, it It's legitimately a great movie. Part five, a new beginning. Like I said earlier, it's not it's not Jason. At the end of part four, Jason gets killed in a in in a brutal way. By the way, it's one of the best deaths of the entire franchise of any of any death death of any person in of any of any person in the entire franchise. It's an amazing death. So part five is a new killer. I'm not going to spoil it. But the the story they give this new killer, his reasoning why. I'm just I'm just not sure I buy. It. And I'm talking about Friday the thirteenth here. The motivation of for why. Just the the a a certain thing happens. I'm just going to spoil it for, for for you. I can't I can't you know I can't reach around and not talk talk about it. The beginning of the, of this movie, um, Tommy Jarvis, who is Corey Feldman's character in part four, who's now played by a different actor in part five and a more adult. An, an older actor is being sent to, I think it's a like a rehab type camp for, so he's not, cause he's still a little, he's still a little crazy from the events of part four. And a mentally challenged kid goes up to a worker at the camp. And the guy is like pissed off for no reason whatsoever. And, for some reason, the guy, the guy who's chopping wood gets mad and kills the guy after the mentally challenged kid asks him if he wants the bite of his chocolate bar. And the guy just viciously, viciously kills him for no reason. It's actually really stupid and kind of lame and kind of dumb. When the paramedics come to get the the dead kid's body, one of the paramedics is the kid's dad. The, I don't believe it's ever explained that the dad didn't know that that the kid was at the institution. Uh, I I. It, it didn't make a lot of sense. So at the end of the movie, once it, the character's name is Roy, the paramedic father, he gets killed. It just men in suits say, "Oh, it was his father, It was the kid's father, and he wanted revenge." And everybody, everyone's every horror fan says it. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five was started because of a fricking chocolate bar. And again, it's Friday the Thirteenth. I get, it, I get it, but I needed to have a better plot, at least in my opinion. But that's just me. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a fine movie. The effects are pretty good. The, the gore is pretty good. Performances are okay. Except Melanie Kidman who's the final girl in this one. She's pretty good. But yeah, just the movie in general general is just, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Part six, or not final chapter. Part six, Jason Lives. This movie might be my favorite horror comedy of all time. It's such a fun movie. It's awesome. It's my second favorite of the franchise. A lot of people can consider it the best of the franchise. I it's my number two, so yeah, I can agree with that. If anybody has if if anybody has it it number one I couldn't I would not say no, no, it's part four, no no no. Part six is is remarkable in every dumb way. Every fun way possible. Writer-director Tom McLaughlin wanted the movie to have respectful fun with not only the character of Jason, but the front of the 13th franchise in general. Because he understands that this crap is absurd. He understands that a lot of this franchise, like I've said before, makes no sense. It's all over the place, continuity-wise, everything-wise, pretty much. It's amazing. So he wanted to have a movie that just has fun with it. That just made the franchise that, that, that just put the hammer down and made this franchise fun again because it's really dumb but part 6 is a lot of fun it's a really fun movie i really enjoy it it's a lot of f- it, it it's just it's bananas i mean it really truly is bananas it's a ton of it it's it's i love it and also the music In part six. He's back. The man behind the mask. By Alice Cooper. Is one of the best. Songs. For any franchise ever. You go to YouTube. And just type in. Alice Cooper. He's back. Friday Friday the 13th. Just do that. And Listen. To the beauty and the awesomeness and the head-banging greatness of that song, because it is awesome. Every time Alice Cooper performs the song, he has a Jason Acker come on stage and kill some some dancer. It's Absurdly hysterical. I love it. Part 7. Friday the 13th, Part 7, I believe is The New Blood, is the subtitle. This is really the start of a decline, for me anyway, Part 7. After Part 6, like I said before, after part six, the franchise gets a little okay. It starts going downhill from here, and part seven is the introduction to to a Kane hotter as Jason Voorhees. He does seven, eight, nine, and ten. I like Kane hotter, but I but I prefer, like I said, Ted White, Richard Brooker. Derek Mears, who plays him in the, in the, two, in the 2009 reboot. And I prefer C.J. Graham from Part 6 even more. But I will say, Kane Hodder does do a good job. job. I just don't understand how a zombie Jason, a dead Jason, um, why he is breathing so heavily, which makes no sense to me, but that's fine. It's what he does in all of his films. But part seven it 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 gets it gets a little I don't want to say boring, but it gets a little forgettable for for me. The producers after part six, the producers of the franchise wanted to make a Carrie versus Jason movie, um the Brian De Palma uh Sissy Spacek movie. They wanted to make a Carrie vs. Jason movie, movie, but they couldn't get the rights to the character of of Carrie. So they so they just named the character uh, Tina instead. And the movie was made, I believe, in the mid nineties, early nineties, something somewhere around there. The effect of watching a girl move stuff with her mind doesn't exactly hold up that well. It looks... It's not shot very well. Which is kind of sad because it's kind of cool having that ridiculous premise in the movie because it makes no sense. Why this girl is why this girl has these powers, and and also the um, the ending to this movie is not good. It looks really cheap. It it's not very good. Kane Hodder we've got the guy who plays Jason really really got crapped on with the movie that with the movies that he's in because. They don't have great kills. They don't have great production value. They don't have the biggest budgets, and they really, 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 really got hacked off by the MPAA, the ratings people. As I said before, they really, they really shopped this these seven, eight, nine, and ten, the MPAA chopped these movies up. There's no kills in these movies. There's hardly, there's blood and, and gore, but you don't ever see the kills, which is, which is sad, because that's what you need in these movies. And seven, eight, nine, 9, and 10 really get the short end, end of the stick. The one thing I will say about Kane Hodder, though, is that the guy was pretty physical in the in the role. He did, did a really good job. He does, did the majority of his own stunts. And he does a lot of when he throws people around, when he, when he hits them in the head with a machete or an axe or whatever uh, other tool he's using. The guy commits pretty well, but part seven is it's not really that memorable for me. Now let's get to if not my least favorite horror film of all time, probably my least favorite slasher of all time, which is the, which is Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Cool. Jason goes to New York City. He goes to Manhattan. No, you are wrong about that. Not only does Jason not go to New York in this movie, he's on a boat for an hour, and I think it's like 10 minutes or 9 minutes or something like that. And he's in New York for ten minutes at the end of this movie. And how if it, and how does a lake, a lake in New Jersey, connect to an ocean? Can you can somebody actually tell me? how that works out because I don't I don't understand it also the look of Jason in this movie looks awful he looks sludgy he's wet all the time and it just doesn't look good the camera doesn't make it look good the mask is also really plain and boring. It's yellowed out, but that's about it. It doesn't have any really marks on. It. And I know it's a new mask because in part eight he gets a new mask. Because cause in part seven it gets broken in half or whatever. And but it, it just un, under the mask, the face also looks pathetic. It it looks like a stick on a head. It, it, it's just, it's really bad. No, yeah, it's pretty terrible. This movie should have been called Friday the 13th, Part 8. Jason takes a long, drawn-out, boring-ass boat ride to Manhattan. I would elaborate, but that would mean mean me going on long longer and saying more words that are longer than the runtime of this movie. Because this movie is actually very short, but the movie feels because it's so boring, because it's so horrible and so boring, the movie feels like it's two and a half hours, two hours and forty five minutes long. It's quite sad. It's quite sad. It's a really bad movie. It's my least favorite of the franchise. Like I said, I don't even like the kill that every horror fan loves. When he's actually in Manhattan, on top of a, what's, supposed to be, what's, what's supposed to be Madison Square Garden, and Jason hits this kid's this kid's boxing Jason. And Jason, and then the kid gets a shot in, some shots in on Jason's body and his chest and everything. Jason just knocks the kid's head off and it flies into a garbage can. and It just doesn't look very good. It wasn't shot well. The effect doesn't look good. This movie, Part 8, was really, really like Part 7. Really, really, really hacked down by the MPAA. And also, the the budget didn't help either. At that point, it was the biggest budget for any of the movies. But it still doesn't help. I really don't like Part 8. It's a very boring movie. I don't like it. It, it needs to go away. I I... Could care less about it. I don't ever really. The only time I'll ever watch it, if we're doing if 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 a marathon if 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 a marathon is on TV and just happens to be on, I'll fall asleep through it. That's part eight. Part nine is actually not even a Friday a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Part 9 is literally a body-swapping movie. The, at that point in time, the franchise was just not doing that well. I mean, it was still doing well box office-wise, but critically and other things, it just people at Paramount just didn't care anymore. And New Line Cinema took over, I believe at this point, Part 9. And Sean S. Cunningham, the director of the original from 1980, comes over, he comes back to the franchise, and comes to the director of Part 9 and says, make a different movie. And oh boy, does he. Because like I just said, Part 9 is not... A Jason, a a is not a, a Jason or a Freddy the Thirteenth movie. It is a body swapping movie. It tries to make it that Jason Voorhees is not a crazy kid who drowned in the lake and was re- and was resurrected and just wants to kill because he saw his mother being killed by camp counselors. This movie is this movie takes that notion and and it literally says nope, we're gonna we're gonna make Jason a slug. The reason why the reason why Jason kills is because he, he has a slug inside in inside of him, and only a Voorhees, that's not Jason can kill the said slug. I can't remember the exact amount. Of people that this slug goes into, but I think it was close to like 15 million in this movie. It it almost felt like in every five every five or so minutes that there were that there was another person that this slug was going into and killing people. This movie makes no sense. The mythology that they try to expand on in this movie is insane. Making absolutely no sense, even more than the rest of the previous eight films in the franchise. They introduce new Voorhees family members that you've never that you never have heard of before or ever see again or hear from again. Part nine is. A jumbled mess of weirdness. The kills are actually decent. The MPAA didn't hack this movie to death. It's really bloody, wild as hell, but not very good. I don't like it. It, it, it. It tried to do something different, I will give it that. But it it no it didn't succeed in my opinion no sorry and then you have Jason X Friday the Thirteenth Ten Jason X and it's only called Jason X I just put down the Friday I I I just said. Friday the 13th, part 10, because I wanted to. But the movie is only called Jason X. Jason is put into cryo-freeze and brought into, I think it's 24-something, like twenty four thirty two or something like that, I don't remember. Now, listen, I, I just said that Jason goes to hell, the final Friday, part 9. Made no sense. Okay. Jason Ten is a literal guilty pleasure movie for me. It is the most absurd, the most insane, and the dumbest movie in this franchise. Because it takes place way a way long time in the future. And it's... Parts 9 and Parts 10 are the most insane of this franchise. It's hilarious. It's absurd. The best part about this movie is the simulation part. Jason goes into what's well, basically the hol- the holodeck from Star Trek which if you don't know what that is it's a room that you can go to that a digital space is, cr- is created around you and Jason gets to torture and kill these camp counselors from Camp Crystal Lake to keep him busy while people on this spaceship try to find a, find find a way Find out a way to stop them. And yeah, it's. 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 uh, It's it's weird. (laughs) It's bad, but I have a lot of fun with it. It's. Like I said, it's really bad, but I have fun. You can have fun with Jason X. It's absurd. And say it makes absolutely no sense. Just like part nine. But I have fun with it. More fun more fun with it than I do with part nine. Now we're on to Freddie versus Jason. When I say that title, Freddy versus Jason, what do you think of? I think of Freddy Krueger fighting Jason Voorhees. And guess what? For the most part, that's what you get. Freddy realizes in this movie that he's not scared of anybody anymore. So he has Jason kill all these teenagers. Which somehow makes Freddy scary again. Okay, <laughs> the fights in this movie between Freddy and Jason are incredible, over the top, fun. The kids, the 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 cannon fodder, the kids who are just there to die are there to die. They do their job well. They die. In some of the best kills in the franchise. There's a scene a little bit halfway-ish, I think, through the movie, I would say, where Jason's in a cornfield and he's lit on fire and he is just slaying these teenagers. And it is just It's a cinematic masterpiece, if anything in this franchise can be called that. Because it is cinematic gore at its finest. And it is amazing. The sad part about this movie, though, Freddy only gets to kill one person in this movie. That is really sad. For a horror icon in this movie to only kill one person, a little sad. But then again, the fights between Freddy and Jason and the kills are pretty good. Pretty damn good, pretty damn fun. Don't take this movie seriously. Because if you do, you will hate this. Why? Because it's Freddy versus Jason. That's why. Now we get to the reboot. The 2009 reboot. Which is maybe the most hated movie in this franchise. But I have a question for every single person that doesn't like the the 2009 reboot. Psst. What were you expecting? R- really? What were you expecting? Were you expecting something like Jason X or something like Jason goes to hell. I mean, it's called Friday the 13th. You're going to get curse words, people having sex, and Jason killing people. And guess what? That's what you get in this movie. That's all I needed in this movie. And I was fine with it. And it gave me what I wanted. Because part. The. Not, not. There's no part. The 09 reboot is actually my third favorite of this franchise. I quite enjoy the movie a lot. I watched it last night. And it's a lot of fun. Derek Mears plays Jason. And he is exceptional in the movie. This is a bigger, meaner, quicker, smarter, faster Jason. And yeah, it's it's pretty damn good if you ask me. Kills not only not only because you 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 have modern technology. are stupendous. The effects are amazing. But yeah, everything in this movie works for me. The opening 20 minutes alone of this movie get my heart pumping. Get my blood boiling. Get me ready to watch the last hour and I don't know, 18 17, 18 minutes of this movie. The last hour and 18 minutes of this movie are awesome also. The open 20 minutes of this movie are badass shit, man. The Sackhead Jason we get at the beginning of that, of the 09 reboot, absolutely destroy anything Sackhead Jason does in part two. I'm sorry. The movie is so much fun it's so bloody it's so violent sex is great women are hot what else is wrong with this movie nothing nothing it's a great movie it's a great movie <laughs> so anyway people This is Chase McAndrew from the Chase McAndrew Podcast, here to talk to you on Friday the 13th about the franchise, Friday the 13th. I love this franchise. I have a lot of fun with it. And that'll do. Have a great day, everybody. Have a a great rest of your day, everybody. If you see Jason, run. He will get you. Run.